Welcome to Success Inside with host Aparna. On today's show, you'll hear the stories from the successful individuals that are making a difference in this world. Living with passion, with their wisdom and ideas, we hope that you are inspired. Now, here's your host, Aparna. Welcome to Success Inside on this Saturday morning. Um, I am I am Aparna, and I am very happy to have you here um, in our audience. Uh, this is the last show of the year for Success Inside, and potentially for a few months. Um, I will be coming back with the show, but in a slightly different format. So for today's show, we are introducing a new format. I am actually going to um, take all the different questions and different learnings that we've had from uh, the various guests we've had over the um, last uh, three months. And we're going to d- jump right into some of the hard-hitting questions. So um, the first one that comes to mind is the question that has come up the most often, and that is, um, why is the job satisfaction rate so low amongst people today? We are in an age where information is on an overload, um, jobs are doing, the economy is doing pretty well, but we are also in an age where job satisfaction is as low as about 13% or so uh, overall in the U.S. and um, amongst people of working professions. And yet, it's an area where we tend to spend a uh, majority of our time. I mean, we spend five days a week, uh, most of the times about 40 hours a week, and um, do it 365 days a year, especially in the U.S. We don't get that much vacation. So, you know, I it's something that has always uh, been my struggle, especially as I d- jumped in deeper in my spiritual journey, um, to look at ways in which uh, our so-called life calling really becomes um, are truly our life calling and a calling to to serve in a way that is joyful, pleasurable, and something that we all want to kind of look forward to. So um, a lot of the things that have come up is, um, you know, we tend to spend about, um, our lives tend to kind of be divided. We tend to spend our lives where we go to work, we interact with a certain group of people, then we go home and we interact with another group of people. And so the perception over time becomes, well, work is where we show up and we are this person coming from our our headspace and we have to be intelligent and we have to show up in a certain way in a work environment so that uh, we appear intelligent, we appear productive, and we appear... Um, to kind of do our best, be our best, striving and really accelerating um, and being successful. Uh, hence the word success is um, sometimes gets a negative connotation. But from the inside is uh, what we explore on this show and from the inside is where um, lots of questions tend to come up. Um, And we're lucky to be in an age now um, where spirituality and, um, you know, is no longer just a woo-woo, but uh, spirituality and love and um, 
being mindful are actual words um, that are used uh, in a very, very um, positive way now, almost to a point where I now hear, I'm actually based out of Silicon Valley, and I now hear people say, uh, you know, you're almost getting tired of hearing the word mindfulness because it kind of gives people an opportunity to be self-righteous. So being mindful has all of a sudden become this way of feeling like, okay, especially in the leadership circles nowadays, if you're mindful or if you have a mindfulness or a meditation practice, it makes you feel somewhat or elitist. And people have started creating a backlash around this um, where I would almost say that um, people are not necessarily embodying mindful presence, but uh, sort of an elitist way of being and have created a whole new vocabulary around being mindful. I had a chance to be a part of the Wisdom 2.0 Christmas party, and it's amazing how much um, these kind of conferences and events have grown all over um, the U.S. certainly, but in different parts of the world. I mean, just using the word wisdom and mindful, you can attract like 500 people just like that. So it's impressive on the one hand that there is such a huge awareness amongst all of us to connect and be connected and see what that feels like. But by the same token, um, you know, are we really more connected today than we were years ago? And um, I know, like last decade, the big thing was the secrets and affirmations. And I actually do come from um, a self-help uh, groupy background, I would say, because I have read over 150 or so self-help books and jumped right into that to kind of attain some satisfaction. And then I ended up going back to my spiritual roots. Um, uh, I was raised in India and um, initially and through my early years. And then when I came to the U.S., I um, embarked on the journey of education and success and, um, and striving. And here I am, um, in that and bringing those two worlds together. So that is some of my personal um, struggle has been around bringing the journey of spirituality and a new kind of realization that I experienced into my world of success, work, um, abundance, livelihood. Um, and of those, all those words, my favorite one is abundance. Because abundance is more well-rounded than just making more money, having uh, a, a great car. I drive a Mercedes, and I've always been really proud of this. But it's beyond having material wealth. It's beyond having um, kind of a, 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 a status. It's beyond being able to go to all the best uh, parties in San Francisco and being that socialite, um, which is, which served its time and its purpose. Um, and it's, uh, there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, these, uh, these things in my life, I'm very proud of because I did them to the fullest. I, I know how to party. I know how to have a great time, 
And uh, now it's time for a different kind of um, awareness, awakening, and living. So with that, um, you know, I want to explore a couple of areas that um, that come up, uh, especially uh, as I do some of these courses and share some of these experiences with people. And one of them is the ideal life. So as we embark on the new year and 2016 is around the corner, and one of the exercises that I have done most of my life, um, which I'm looking to change now, is uh, writing New Year's resolutions. Uh, I mean, for years, especially in my 20s and um, early 30s, I was so diligent about, you know, looking forward to the new year so we can, so I can reflect on it, write some New Year's resolutions, and embark upon it as the new year approached, and only to find out that as I flip through the pages of New Year's affirmations, New Year's resolutions each and every year, they're very similar. They're all targeting around, you know, uh, some are around health, losing some weight, um, a bigger, better, more fulfilling job. Uh, they could be attracting the right life partner, um, you know, living in a better apartment. I mean, owning a house, any of those goals, they're very goal-oriented and self-centric. So this year, I uh, am embarking on a journey of having a more service-based um not necessarily a resolution, but an affirmation to um, start a life of service where uh, whatever that means uh, and however that unfolds in a natural and easy and abundant way, um, so be it. But it's, it's getting away from the resolutions and really looking at um, how to really affirm things and be who we are. So I'm going to come back with that uh, after break. So please join me uh, as we embark on creating the ideal life scenario um, when we come back to Success Inside on Voice America Talk Radio. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. If you are a beginning or aspiring entrepreneur, have you thought about a coach or mentor? For instance, think about sports figures who have successfully become entrepreneurs and leaders in business. They started out with a coach in their respective sport, and many work with a coach today to help them continue to achieve their goals. Listen for ESCN with host Michael Dawson and co-host Angelia Hobson and Diane Daniels. Tune in Saturday mornings at 10 a.m. Eastern, 9 a.m. Central, and 7 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Business and rebroadcasts on Voice America Sports. Does your business, like many, face obstacles to becoming successful? Would you love to have an open forum of entrepreneurial ideas and best practices brought to you each week? Tune in for The Second Stage with hosts Brendan Anderson and Jeffrey Cadlick. We'll spotlight entrepreneurs and growing companies that are creating a vibrant economic base, as well as addressing some of the obstacles that could be standing in the way of your success. Listen Mondays at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Business Channel. 
Is your business model robust enough? In today's ever-changing business environment, leaders are working to transform themselves and their business. Tune in to Business Reinvention with your host, Nancy Lin, for insights on emerging trends and business innovations to help you stay ahead of the game. You'll learn from stories of inspiration, innovation, and forward thinking. Listen for Business Reinvention live every Tuesday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You're tuned in to Success Inside. To reach Aparna or her guest today, please call in to 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to Aparna at bcorporateyogi.com. Now, back to Success Inside. Welcome back to Success Inside on this Saturday morning. I'm your host, Aparna, and uh, we're going to jump right in into the second segment here where we're going to talk about creating our ideal life story. So I spent a a lot of time teaching and uh, working with entrepreneurs who are creating the ideal company uh, or building out their dream of being a successful entrepreneur and um, creating a, a wonderful business. Um, and one of the things we that's important to this is to look at the why. So we always explore, you know, why is it that I'm creating this business? Because oftentimes when we have a dream, we tend to jump in and say, well, um, you know, it, it's more about having that dream and bringing it forth rather than, well, is it really serving anybody or what is the reason I'm actually doing this? So, so with that, actually, we're going to start into this next phase, given that we're getting into 2016, embarking on a new year. This is a great time. This is something I'm going to be doing, and I invite you to do the same, is jump into creating your ideal life um, scenario. So this is getting away from having necessarily just resolutions, but actually coming up with an uh, and creating a vision for your life uh, where it focuses on all areas. Um, you know, what do you want to experience at an emotional level? How do you experience more fulfilling um, relationships? How do um, we then show up in the world? So, um, you know, I, actually one of the most important things is our health. So uh, health, well-being, and our parents. So, um, you know, how 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 do we eat is whether it's eating healthy, being healthy, losing some weight, whatever that the however that unfolds. Um, the other area is uh, we did spirit we did physical, uh, emotional, mentally. So mentally, I think we are in an age where there is so much information. We're constantly inundated with information, just stepping outside the door, people, you, you see so much thrown at you, but how to take in, you know, whether it's reading quality books or different content, um, that is probably one of the easiest areas to, to focus on. Um, but lastly is the spiritual piece. And this is one of the ones that I am most passionate about and is, um, my, uh, 
the unfolding of this is my sort of journey for 2016 is how to be um, live a life of service, um, not just to myself, but serving uh, and creating and being in such a way that it offers service to others. It offers um, a feeling of service, but still continuing to have an abundant life. And a lot of this comes from you know, it's definitely a journey and not a destination. So I tend to be one who, you know, writes a goal and then starts creating an action plan. And it's like, okay, boom, boom, boom. When am I going to get there? Um, so instead of coming at it from that kind of an angle, it's coming at it from a more um, awakened and more kind of centered presence where um, you look at, okay, oh, what excites me? And one of the ways to do this, it may sound like it's kind of way out there, but one of the ways to do this is to really be conscious of our state. So the way uh, I have experienced this is in, the, in, in my past experiences, I either notice my mind tends to go towards the past or it's going towards the future. So, you know, living my life today based on something that happened yesterday, those thoughts are constantly recurring or looking at what happened in the, uh, or kind of planning for what's going to happen in the future. And in fact, when I first started meditating, um, almost 10 years ago now, um, that will used to be my exercise while I'm sitting there in meditation for the first, you know, 10, 15 minutes, it was just kind of catching up on my to-do list and then reviewing what I've already done. And then by that time, 15 minutes can go pretty damn quickly. So I, I invite you to come to a place of centering. And we're going to do this now. We're going to close our eyes. We're going to take a few minutes, especially if you're not driving. I, I invite you to embark on this fully. Close your eyes and just breathe. And with every breath, that you take in, just go deeper as you experience the emotion and the feelings and sense that calmness as you take each breath, going deeper in inhaling and exhaling with each breath, centering and coming to a space of being grounded being a little more aware of how your body feels in this moment and how you feel just in this present moment, what shows up. If there are thoughts that are coming into your mind, um, just allowing them to unfold as they will and just breathing, staying centered in the inhale and exhale, inhaling and exhaling. And as we do that, <clears throat> looking at and just bringing a slight smile to our face, and as we continue to breathe, allowing a smile to emerge 
from our lips and from our heart. And just experiencing what that feels like as we take in each inhale and exhale. And with each breath, if you can hear your breathing, just stay with that awareness. Stay and allow yourself to go deeper. And now allowing yourself to just experience that smile and the joy with ease. And just feeling what it feels like to smile with ease. And just staying with that with each inhale and exhale, allowing each breath to guide you and how it sits with your body, just allowing the breath, hearing the breath, allowing everything to just flow smoothly with ease. Now allow yourself to visualize a more um, abundant, joyful, smiley you and what that feels like and continue to breathe. And now allow yourself to just kind of see what the words abundance and joy mean for you. How does that feel? Where does that feel good? Where in your body are you experiencing this? And just stay with that. And stay and allow yourself to just stay aware of the breath. And now in a few minutes, we're going to be um, coming back to our awareness. So just rub your hands together and just feel the heat coming from rubbing your palms together. And now bring your palms up to your forehead and your eyes. And just feel the heat from the palms as you 
come into and open your eyes and come back into your awareness. And with that, we've created a um, really relaxed and easy way of being. So as we were talking in this segment about creating a life um, of or creating a story of our life, ideal story of our life, in this segment, we want to stay focused on what it feels like to be more and more conscious. Because the only and only way you can experience life to its fullest is by being more and more conscious each day, every day. And having a practice like this is a way to kind of do that. Um, and it requires no real effort. It just requires a willingness to show up and experience your own consciousness. There is nobody or nothing out in the external world that can provide this kind of feeling of expansiveness and awareness within ourselves that can be provided by having um, and create cultivating a practice practice of consciousness within ourselves, for ourselves, through ourselves, and to ourselves. So with that, we're going to go into break, and I'm gonna, we're going to come back, and we're going to talk a little bit more about the ideal life, and um, share some more insights from all of our guests. So we will return soon to Success Inside. I'm your host, Aparna, with Voice America Talk Radio. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. What makes great leaders? Results? A lasting legacy? Is it making a difference in your life or maybe the lives of others? I lead. The Leadership Connection with host Dr. Linda Sharkey will bring you the practical tips and tools to make you an extraordinary leader. And by doing so, build a better, more successful, and more profitable organization. Our show is all about you, the leader that you can be, and the culture that you can create. Tune in to I Lead, The Leadership Connection, live every Thursday at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Business Channel. Today, our world is faced with complex challenges that present massive potential risks. Conflict, misunderstanding, misalignment of organizations and their leadership, lost productivity, wasted time, and wasted resources resulting from limiting perspectives, distraction, and hardline positions are damaging our today and our future. The monetary cost of such failures is in the billions. Stop wasting time. Make a shift. Engage with host David B. Savage on Breakthrough to Yes with Collaboration, Thursdays at 6 a.m. Pacific, 9 a.m. Eastern, on the Voice America Business Channel. 
It's time to take charge of your own career path. But how do you get started? First, tune in to The Career Confidant with Marie Zimanoff. Each show will feature national business leaders, tips and insight from Marie and her guests, career management tools, and a weekly career smart tip. She'll help you move forward, earn that promotion, get hired into the career you want, and brand yourself. The Career Confidant is broadcast live every Monday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business. You're tuned in to Success Inside. To reach Aparna or her guest today, please call in to 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to Aparna at bcorporateyogi.com. Now, back to Success Inside. Welcome back to Success Inside. I'm your host, Aparna. And if you were here during the last segment, we and you're still feeling the spaciousness and the consciousness and the awareness from our exercise on uh, a simple uh, meditation and mind, mindfulness exercise that we just did, um, I hope you can take advantage of it because um, being in this state of um, relaxation and consciousness and awareness is one of the best ways to tap into our highest intelligence. And this is the thing that is one of my favorite topics, um, especially nowadays. Uh, we have, uh, I've created this uh, group called Be Corporate Yogi, and Be Corporate Yogi offers a lot of different tools and techniques to really tap into our consciousness and create um, this inner expansion, which then leads to an awareness of our highest intelligence. And um, one of those aspects of that is um, for B Corporate Yogi is yoga. And so yoga nowadays has become a trend um, that is almost at a expanding the trend that trend of Starbucks for example there are more yoga studios especially in San Francisco or in different parts of California than there are Starbucks now so pretty much every corner you can really go and catch your zen but um, but you know even though we have so much awareness which which is really wonderful right so to be a part in this world at a time when yoga is everywhere and respected and kind of trendy and cool, um, to to be a part of the community now is definitely a wonderful space. But um, on the you know being living in the West Co uh, or living in the West and living in the U.S., one of the things is that the part of yoga that's come to the U.S. is more of the physical, the asana and the body-driven component of yoga where we are spending um, a lot of our time still trying to look our best, you know, maintain that physique and uh, be our best and be driven towards like more of a physical and um, um, appearance-oriented goal rather than actually 
the root of yoga, which um, was started over 15,000 years ago, and, and there's a lot of history there, which I won't uh, necessarily jump into right now. But yoga was, um, was derived by Adi Yogi, which is, who is the first yogi, uh, also known as Shiva. And um, yoga was created as a set of tools, technologies, techniques that allow humans to evolve to our truest potential and live our life to our fullest. So with that, it was not just yoga, and yoga has, um, as it's documented everywhere, yoga has many limbs. Um, one includes that of asana, which is what we practice in our gyms today, but um, yoga also has meditation, dhyana, which is called, which is the mindfulness practice that we are now starting to embrace more fully in our work settings um, and in general and hopefully uh, in our everyday lives. Um, but in addition to that, there are a lot of different components to yoga, um, like the first two, which are just uh, yama and niyama, where you are looking at how you are one within yourself and two, and how connected you are with yourself, and two, um, how connected you are with the others around you, so, and how you treat others. So a lot of the things um, around, you know, how am I as an individual, what are some of the practices and rituals that I've taken on? So as we were talking about yoga, a lot of people now, as a part of their workout week, will have, you know, they'll work out, they'll have, there's yoga, um, there's also even some meditation. But outside of that, um, what are some of the practices that we're employing in our lives to make ourselves more conscious, more aware, so that we can live a more complete, fuller life? Because even though we have all these tools and techniques that are out there and people are discussing and sharing them it's wonderful but still we notice a consistent decline in job satisfaction in satisfactions as us um, in our day-to-day -day lives as well as kind of a rapid increase in um, in different health uh, recurring health issues that have come up you know uh, chronic health problems I think it's called like diabetes and um, other a lot of other things um, that are chronic where people are consistently taking medications to kind of cope with these problems and 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 it's not necessarily that um, somewhere we are broken it's more that somewhere we are not aligned with our higher self. So that is one of the other areas um, where things, simple things like mindful eating, for example, is a very uh, important part of embracing yoga because they, yama niyama, include things like being aware of what uh, we are putting in our body how we're consuming the food. So it's not just eating clean. It's simply not enough to just do that because I see so many people um, will eat like a salad, 
but it's also how and when we're eating. If you're in a toxic environment um, or if you're just running around, I mean, I see people grab a salad, eating it while we're working on like different emails. I see me myself doing that. I'll grab a salad and eating it while I'm, you know, doing an email or catching up on different projects. And that in itself is not necessarily mindful eating. When we're eating, we need to be cognizant of what we're eating, but we also need to be fully aware of how we're consuming our food because we are then taking that food and turning it into nourishment for our bodies. And that nourishment is what nurtures us and allows us to go forward and carry forth in our in everything that we do. So it's very important to consume the food in a way that it's not creating acid or toxicity in our body in any way. Um, and that's uh, something to, to be fully aware of, and that is very much a part of yoga. In addition, um, there are things like toxic uh, relationships and how uh, we are using our words in reference to other people because every single word we put out there counts and matters and it's something it's a reflection of ourselves so are we using words that are inviting um, a sense of nurturing or kind of creating fostering kind of a happy uh, feeling or are these words and sometimes the most important and simplest thing to do is when we utter certain words how does that feel just kind of stepping back or stepping inward and saying how does that feel within our body does that feel whole? I, I mean, is, does it feel great? <laughs> or does it feel like we're just throwing words out there? And, you know, sometimes, like, I notice if I'm in a heated moment, I will say things, and those words kind of come out of your mouth so quickly, but our mouth so quickly, but then uh, it leaves us feeling kind of empty or kind of a little disoriented because you feel like, oh, my God, I wish I could have been nicer or... You know, just just that kind of angst around using certain words and vocabulary. And, you know, the other part of it is words. And this is the most uh, single most important thing. And that is how we relate to ourselves in the language that we're using towards ourselves. So are our thoughts nurturing our, our way of being? Or is it just like, oh, my God, I wish I could get this right. I never get this right. This always happens to me. I'm, and all that kind of that mental chatter that happens when something goes wrong or even when something goes right, well, yeah, okay, that was like I got lucky this time or, you know, these kinds of like words, thoughts, emotions, expressions that happen to us, uh, through us, um, with us happen all the time. And those kind of things are also extremely important to, um, to be aware of. So I think I went into this uh, a, a pretty long explanation of yoga here, but yoga as a more holistic and a complete way of being so that we can live a conscious life is, is a huge and probably the most transformational tool I've ever experienced in my entire life. And this is why I want to dedicate most uh, all of my life to teaching this. But it's also uh, embracing it fully and to its fullest uh, potential is something that I want to share with the world because having just like 
um, using yoga as an asana practice is, as my Guruji says, it's like um, driving a plane and then cutting its wings off and riding it around like a, like a school bus. Um, it's not necessarily tapping into all that it offers. So with that, we're going to go into break. But when we come back for the next segment, we're going to look at tangible things we can do right now, right here, in this moment that we can take into 2016 to make this year wonderful and abundant and joyful um, for all of us. So I'm your host, Aparna, and um, you know, for more information, uh, my website is, or you can reach me via email, it's A-P-A-R-N-A at BeCorporateYogi.com. So it's B-E-C-O-R-P-O-R-A-T-E, Yogi, Y-O-G-I dot C-O-M. I look forward to hearing from you. Thanks. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Are you a business innovator or are you just sitting on the sidelines? Tune in every week for Coffee Break with Game Changers, presented by SAP. Host Bonnie D. Graham talks to a cross-section of the movers and shakers who are leading by example. They will share best practices and innovative ideas to keep you thinking and moving along with the best. Join us for Coffee Break with Game Changers, presented by SAP, Wednesday mornings at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. We hear it and read about it every day in the news. America is heading over a fiscal cliff. Home prices are still receding and unemployment growing. How can you preserve and increase your wealth in this kind of economy? Tune in to Turning Hard Times into Good Times with host Jay Taylor. Jay will explain the decline of our monetary system and the economy and will give you winning investment ideas and the tools to protect and increase your wealth. Turning Hard Times into Good Times with Jay Taylor can be heard Tuesdays at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Many industries have been revolutionized by technology in the last decade. Books, music, TV, communications, and now it's happening to our money and the way we pay. Tune in to Breaking Banks with Brett King for a look at how technology and customer behavior will bring about more changes in banking in the next 10 years than in the last 200 years. Listen every Thursday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific on Voice America Business Channel or on AM 1160 The Voice. You'll never look at your bank account the same again. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You're tuned in to Success Inside. To reach Aparna or her guest today, please call in to 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to Aparna at bcorporateyogi.com. Now, back to Success Inside. Welcome back to Success Inside on this Saturday morning. I am very happy to have you here. My name is Aparna and I'm your host for this uh, morning's 
show, and I wanted to invite you um, to come in and uh, email me if you have any questions, aparna at bcorporateyogi.com, A-P-A-R-N-A. You can email me today or anytime if you have any questions or if you'd like to take part in some of these sessions that um, that are in workshops that I um, am going to be hosting, uh, I invite you to come in and participate. My One of my biggest areas of passion is creating a life of our dreams uh, using all the um, kind of tools and, and things that are out there today to create a life of abundance and joy and love and fulfillment um, for all of us. So I invite you to join me in this journey. But what we're going to do for the last um, last segment of the show is actually jump in and talk about how do we start doing this? How do we start um, creating a life um, that is worth living, creating a story about our life, um, and allowing that to unfold. So the single and the single most important thing, and I think we alluded to this, is um, whenever we are doing anything to really ground ourselves and be in a state of being conscious with ourselves, through ourselves. So we had done an exercise of just kind of grounding ourselves and catching ourselves and observing our breath and also, um, you know, just doing a simple meditation for even a few minutes is one of the best ways to kind of ground ourselves into what we call the present moment. So this moment and the present moment, which is this moment, is the single most important uh, moment right now and it's the only moment we have so and that we're fully aware of and fully present for so it's very important to show up for this moment fully and uh, I know I it sounds um, a little crazy sometimes when people say that and they it's, it's got a some people say oh yeah that's what the Buddhist uh, practices are about or this or that other faith. No, no. This is not just a religious notion. Being in the moment, living in the moment, experiencing the moment as yourself, through yourself, to yourself, is a. It's the way of being you. It is not. It has nothing to do with a specific religion or a thought or a belief. So, so with that, uh, what we're going to do is we are actually going to see how to be in the moment, and then experience something that, you know, how can you, what is the action that you can take today um, that can light up your life, that can bring a smile to yourself, bring some sort of joy to yourself, but also bring some sort of joy to somebody that's around you. It doesn't have to be, you don't have to go seeking people if you're on your own. You know, what can you do to create some joy uh, right now in this moment for yourself and for people around you? So that, and one of the best ways to, to test this actually, is to, um, you know, what we call mirroring. So, you know, life is a mirror and, and it, all the experiences that we have in our lives are a mirror 
of ourselves. This is actually a whole workshop, so I'm going to kind of condense this. But, um, you know, how we show up. And so oftentimes, you know, we'll have a big smile on our face or and we'll walk outside and somebody puts a parking ticket on your car and you're like, you know, you just kind of scream out there. And it's like, shit, I thought I was having such a great day. And all of a sudden, you know, something happened. You're like, God, where did that come from? So <laughs> mirroring, you know, it's, it's not, it's how we handle that moment. It's in that moment, um, just kind of creating an impact or kind of having that presence to center yourself and say, well, okay, you know, kind of looking at that and saying, well, it's just a parking ticket. It could have been much worse. Um, I got a parking ticket. I have plenty of money. It's my time to play Santa Claus and pay that bill. So I know it's sometimes a stretch when something happens, and I'm not trying to trivialize it, but the single most important thing you can do today um, to write your life story is to be in the moment and then write about something that lights you up today. So, and from that, lights you up in general. And that will then lead into uh, awareness around what makes you happy, what creates um, joy in your life. And then looking at questions like, um, you know, when was the, the time in your life that you felt the happiest? So if you reflect, and here we are going to a reflection, but looking back in your life, when were you the happiest? And then expanding on that, writing out what that felt like, and then really connecting with that feeling and then coming into a space of, wow, um, how do I create that? How do I feel that kind of, um, that feeling of abundance or smile or almost like a, sometimes it can be like a giddy childlike feeling. So whatever that means to you. Um, but coming out and really experiencing that feeling and then write out, you know, how would, how would I experience that today? And then look at how do I share in my experience or my joy? How do I expand that? Because that which you share grows. So if you're experiencing a, um, some sort of abundance and joy, um, and you share that with others, then it grows. So sometimes, I mean, even in a monetary sense, if you give out money or if you give out food or if you give out something uh, to others and you see them smile, that creates uh, a very expansive sense of being and joy within ourselves. So experience that. This is the holiday season. It's, um, it's a great time to, to give and to share. So experience is sharing from a place of abundance. See what that feels like, um, how that evolves for you and unfolds. Then, you know, come into a space of, uh, if I could experience that every day in my life, what would that look like? What does every day of feeling this expansive sense of being, expansive sense of self, um, and a very connected self, sense of self, what does that feel like for me? Where do I go from here? Um, you know, like how does that feel? Without letting a lot of thought enter into it, just stay with the feeling space. And write that out. Explore that question. 
And then as you do this, it becomes easier and easier. And pretty soon, if you start doing this every morning before you start your day, this is what we call intent, living with intention. So if you start doing this every day, um, start where you are with it. Take five minutes, expand into maybe 15 minutes before you start your day, 15, 20 minutes in the morning, and see where that takes you as you go into the new year. And pretty soon, as you, this unfolds, you start creating your life story. And that life story becomes and comes from a place of intention um, and joy and rather than uh, kind of just chasing fires as things happen throughout the day. And those things will happen, and they do, and they're also there uh, for, to teach us and help us grow and evolve. Um, so I don't want to uh, make it seem like it's very negative. I think these are all things that we experience. So, but this is just some of the ways, and it's kind of an intro to ways of looking at um, experiencing um, more joy, abundance, but also experiencing uh, something within ourselves and then coming up with our ideal life story. Um, I know I spent a lot of time on this today. I always look forward to um, having lots of guests on this show who we can who we can learn from, share with, and grow for with, and kind of experience this collectively. So with that, uh, I would like to invite you to reach out to me with any emails. Uh, Aparna, it's A-P-A-R-N-A at bcorporateyogi.com, B-E-C-O-R-P-O-R-A-T-E, yogi. Dot com and come in and join me as I share the the you know one of the most transformational gifts in my life, which is yoga, um, with the world um, in different ways and in different settings. And if you have any suggestions uh, or advice or anything you wish to share with me, please do feel free to email me aparna at bcorporateyogi.com. With that, I would like to close out today's show and close out. Success Inside on Voice America Talk Radio. Thank you so much for allowing me um, this time, space, um, energy, gift of being able to be present with you each Saturday morning and share what I'm most passionate about, which is living a more conscious um, life and conscious life of joy and connection Um with the world. So with that, I want to close out today's segment. Happy New Year and happy holidays to all from Voice America Talk Radio. This is Aparna signing off from Success Inside. Thanks for listening. Be sure to catch another edition of Success Inside with your host, Aparna, next Saturday at noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Until the next show, have a great weekend and a successful week to come.